Yes, sir. Here we are, folks. I know it's been a, a long, long layoff, but we had uh, with this state of the state of the world going coming at you, you know that we had to jump in for the, the Cypher Coronavirus Edition. And I'm here with the world needs him now more than ever. AJ Doc Nasty Good. What's up, my man? What's up, man? What's up? You sound like you got the Rona, bro. No, I'm good, man. It's just crazy, man. It's just, it's just crazy. It's getting your spirit. The quarantine's getting your spirit down, ain't it? Yeah, hey, man, it's it's eating. It's eating. It's right. No gym. No no hoops. Now, if you know anything about about AJ, you gotta know this guy eats, sleep, bleeds basketball, and uh, yeah. to, ha- to have the the hoops the hoops down right now. I, I, I'm worried about his sanity, man. How you hanging in? I'm I'm all right, man. I'm holding on, man. It's, it's rough trying to, you know, find different things to do, stay occupied, you know what I mean, in a productive way. But, you know, I'm making it through, making it through. Well, and this is what I'm saying. Like, you, as soon as this lockdown happened, everybody listed, AJ's like, man, we got to start recording. We got to get back at it. I, I can hear it right. in, in, in his voice. So, uh, so yeah, we figured, uh, you know, we figured everybody's sitting around, nobody doing shit. No excuse. You got to listen to this podcast now. It's what, like, we're – we're uh, not all hero, heroes wear capes, AJ. We're, we're going to get them through this. That's all right. That's, that's what we're here for, man. That's what we're here for, man. All right. So first with uh, let's start first with uh, let's talk. We'll stay on the hoops top, but let's start with the uh, suspension of March Madness. Because because, right, you know, right now, like, it, you know, it, it's a crazy time. But it's March Madness. Right. It's right now everybody's so so used to like uh having the tournament going down, filling their brackets out, and, and yeah. obviously that's you know that's not happening. You know, what what do you think? Oh, let me ask you this. What do you think about the uh not only the suspension uh, of the tournament, should it be resumed and played at a later time? And then also what do you think about like the the seniors, you know, like leaving and not getting the chance to fill this dream? Well, uh, first and foremost, yeah, I, I feel sorry, you know, I feel bad for the seniors or those those kids that have been, you know, injured or maybe if it's a kid that transferred from a situation that wasn't so good for them to a better situation and, you know, been working hard to get that chance and you, I wouldn't say rob, but just, just, just won't get the opportunity to perform on that stage at that level, man, and. You know, I feel sorry for, you know, I mean, those kids that put in that uh, the work, the groundwork, the grind work to get to get to that point. So it's just, you know, you feel bad for kids like that, especially as me, myself, you know, I'm a competitor, man. I want to compete at the highest levels at all times. So, you know, you really feel bad for the kids and even not just, you know, the NCAA, but. Even, you know, they took away, you know, the high school tournaments. We're in we're in the midst of the high school state tournament and you know, they, they canceled that. So, you know, you, you feel you feel bad for the kids that work so hard all year long to get to this point to where they were at. So but at the same time, you know, I feel like it, it had to be done, man. In order to to put a stop to how it's spreading and you know, in and, and the scary thing, you know, People without any type of uh, symptoms are uh, spreading this, so it's just it's just a a weird, scary time right now. Yeah, and I feel like 
you know, this is, and, and don't get me wrong, you know, make sure that this is heard loud and clear. This is unprecedented shit. Like, man, we didn't, you know, we've had plenty of scary outbreaks in the last 10 years, you know, H1N1, SARS, you know, right. uh, MERS, right. and, uh, and everything that that's come and go. And granted, you know, the, the, the standard influenza claims, you know, th- tens of thousands of lives every year, you know, it, it, and, you know, I, I'll be the first to say some of this stuff uh, has felt like a bit of an overreaction just because of how we've never really done anything like this before. But what, what it shows in glaring clarity is that we were underprepared for this to happen. We were for oh, most definitely. You know, for a first world, you know, for the leader of the free world, as you know, so many people see us as. We were drastically underprepared for this to happen. Yep, yep. So I, I honestly think it's one of those things where, well, it, it'll never come here. You know, we, you know, our president saying things like it, it's contained. It'll never come here. Telling the public people that, you know what I mean? So. And when it finally hits here, you know, we would kind of, you know, steps behind. So, you know, hey, you know, real talk, what, what fucked me up on this, and I know I've seen a few articles out there, so I know it's got the attention of some people, but like the first week that this shit popped here in America, you know, they said like CDC had tested 77 people and 58 of those motherfuckers were the Utah Jazz. Now, here's what I got to say. If we don't have the test, so to speak, or you can't get tested just walking into your hospital, how the fuck did the entire roster of the Utah Jazz get get tested and uh, and confirmed whatnot within a matter of 24 hours? You know what I mean? So you're seeing like celebrities getting these tests where uh, where normal folks like you and I can't get them, and that's a real bad look, man. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, it, it, it's the the leadership on it. On, I'm saying playing offense on of 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 this whole pandemic, yeah, it was sad. We know off we're playing defense right now. So well, and and it's like, you know, you know how it is when you when you're behind in the game, you're trying to come back and win. You know, you're sped up a little bit because you you have a sense of urgency to make plays, to get stops, you know, to get rebounds, to to get points, and all that. You know what I mean? We're we're playing defense right now, so. I don't know, man. All, all you do is pray, man, and hope for the best, man. And, and it's not – it's like you, you watch these these uh, news conferences with, you know, you know, on a local level, I feel like they're handling it the best they can. But on a national level, man, like – It feels like a clusterfuck on the, fuck, the national level, right? Yo, yo, my boys, it's like, what the fuck? But <laughs> on a local level, I will say on a local level, I feel like they're handling the best they can. They're going about it the right way. I feel like they're kind of making us feel, you know, kind kind of safe and secure. But on a national level, it's like, man, come on, man, come well, on. You see that? What are you doing? You see that shit where the, you know, the the one doctor, the one medical guy gives this, you know, speech on it, and then Trump comes behind and starts talking. That motherfucker does a literal face palm on national TV, like he can't believe this shit's coming out of his mouth. And I'm saying, you know, I'm not, you know, me, man, I'm right in the middle. I don't go right or left. I don't play that political game but here's the thing when yeah, you, when you when you disband when you fire the fucking the uh the pandemic response team and all this shit you disband it and then the shit that he's been saying as far as like oh yeah acting like it's no big deal it's contained you know when it's not and that's the thing is I, I feel like not only are are we overreacting publicly and, I, and i'll get to, we'll get to that in a second uh about how how uh, normal people are reacting but i'm saying i think 
like the information, I feel like on a local level, I feel like when they do like the city or the governor or the mayor of Indianapolis or the governor gets on and starts talking, I feel like that's straight information. There's no hyperbole. Yep. There's no bullshit. They're yep. just kind of giving us the facts. And I feel like when I'm listening to Trump talk, you know, like they, they came out and just said like straight away, right? Like, uh, you know, stimulus package, you know, is what we, you know, talking about like that. And I think everybody's like, okay, cool, cool. And that was days ago, man. Like, like, you know, uh, my wife works in the service industry. And so, you know, mm-hmm. for, for the governor to come in and say, hey, you know, to, to shut that down, bars and restaurants shut down, and, and, you know, for the foreseeable future, maybe April, maybe May, we don't know yet. But then, okay, if you're going to take away somebody's livelihood, somebody's ability to pay their bills, you have to provide some kind of safety net. And I'm hoping that they don't drag their feet on that shit. Get that shit out there. Let them know that the government has your back. And, yeah, we will get through this. But when the, the longer you drag shit out and you make people afraid, man, that's when the scary shit happens. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing, you know, that, that that stimulus package, it should be coming soon. So hearing uh, the uh, the eligibility for it and how, how they're dis- uh, distributing it. So I'm hearing, you know, good things. It's, it's the other stuff, you know, the 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 different uh, me- medicines they're talking about, you know, prescribing certain patients that uh, have the COVID-19. So it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just crazy. And, and just watching him seems like he's just talking in circles. And on top of that, man, dude, dude, straight up and down, man, he's an asshole. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, there ain't <laughs> no way around that. That's, that's fast. So, and it, it was one, uh, <laughs> the reporter asked him, like, oh, yeah. is there anything you want to say to the American people to make them feel like everything's going to be okay? And he was like, yeah, I have one thing to say to the American people. You're a horrible reporter. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can't believe you would ask a question like that. And, and man, that, that right there, as funny as it was, it's just like, man, he, he don't have a clue to what's going no. on. No, I mean that that, that guy lobbed him a question. That's an easy question. Softball, tee it up, knock right. up the park. I said he's like, You're a horrible reporter, believe me. You're a horrible well, reporter. Why would you ask a question like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let me ask you this. And and, and I, I made a joke about this on Facebook uh, earlier in the week, but I, I've come to thinking like that it is actually I was was reading up on it. I can't remember the name of the the uh the psych, the psych, the psychological issue it's called, but it's an actual situation because I was, I'm wondering about this toilet paper thing, right? Like, why the fuck right. it's all of a sudden it's about toilet paper? So my, the joke I put out there, I was like, man, what if this all started because some dude, you know, right before this shit broke out, some dude knew that he had a diet, he, he ate something he had, or he drank the night before, he knew he had a bad situation coming on that back end. So he was at Costco and he fills his fucking cart up. Well, somebody's sitting around looking. They're like, oh, my God, this guy's got fucking his, his whole cart filled with toilet paper. Well, well, I got to do it. And then next thing you know, that person loads up and somebody else maybe looking through the reports. It's like it's, it's starting to panic. They're like, why, why are those two guys buying a little toilet paper? And then so then that third guy does it, puts it on Facebook. Next thing you know, they're like, everybody's buying toilet paper at Costco. And then I, I literally believe like it started out as a joke. But I literally believe, AJ, that that's what happened with this. It was a monkey see, monkey do situation where people are panicking and they're like, holy shit. I mean, just say it wasn't toilet paper. Like, say they were like, okay, I'm going to buy all the uh, fucking Kool-Aid pops 
Because Kool Aid, yeah, people are like, why well, right. think I got a cart full of Kool Aid pops? So I, I need Kool Aid pops. It's called like, right. man, there's a name for it. And I, I read all about it and I was like, dude, this is a, it's an actual studied and verified psychological situation. But I mean, do you disagree with me? Is there any other way to explain this toilet paper thing? I don't know, man. There's like no toilet paper nowhere. So I, I don't know. I don't know how that started that pandemic started buying toilet paper up and and, and what is it for i don't, I don't know but maybe the, i don't know maybe the, the whole you know being locked in the house or not locked but kind of you know social distancing and you're at home sort of thing I don't yeah know. but still but, but, yeah. but i mean people like if it was if it was regular flu shit i get it because like diarrhea or whatever you know that sucks to talk about it because it's you know whatever but it's a real thing like, right. uh, but right. that's, uh, you know, that comes with the flu. This isn't that this is respiratory, but now let me ask you this. Here's another topic because I've seen people kind of, some people downplay it. Some people have been overplaying it. You know, there's a word on right. the streets is that in, in, in Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio that they've, in, in, and I'm sure other States too, that they've deployed the national guard and, and starting Monday. And, I'm hearing that say. Huh? That's no, not it, real. That's it, fake. It is real, but it, but they, they've been deployed for like FEMA purposes to like help hand out food or help assistance. It's not like a like a military yeah. lockdown situation. Right. I, yeah. I don't, I'm hearing that's that's not real. That's fake. Yeah. No. It, no. It's true. That's, like they have been deployed. Like I, I know this. For, I know that that's that's fact that they've been deployed, and, uh-huh. and it'll uh, they'll go into effect on Monday. But from what I heard, it's more like a like a FEMA. Uh, outreach thing, not like a lockdown situation. Mm-hmm. Because man, you know, I don't know how many confirmed cases there are in Marion, where you live, in Hamilton, where I live. Or maybe you live right outside of Marion. I'm not sure, but it's around there. Like you live in Hendricks. Mm-hmm. No, I live in yeah, Marion. It's real close Marion to the County. line, though, right? Yeah, I'm right, right yeah, on the line. Me too. Yeah. Like Marion, Hamilton. So, but here's the thing: I drive around up here, and you know, motherfuckers are out jogging, motherfuckers playing in the park, like. It's still kind of life as normal. The only thing different is, like, yeah, the streets are a little thinner. I ain't seen my, any of my neighbors in a week. You know what I mean? Right. Haven't seen anybody. Yep. And um, there's no school. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So everything is shut down. I mean, pretty much kind of the same. But, like I said, it's just learning to cope with time. You know what I mean? Figuring out things. Planning things. You got to plan things out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of movied out right now. Yeah, man. for real. I'm kind of movied out. I can't even find, like, I'm just scrolling through all the little streaming apps because I can't, I've been seeing almost everything. So I think it's time maybe pick up a couple books, man. I think this 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 week is all be about reading. I'm going to stay away from the TV. Yeah, a little bit of mind wine, bro. Got to get a couple yeah, bottles yeah, of mind get some wine. Mind in, get some journaling, man. You know what I mean? And hey, once this the whole blip is over, I call it the blip yeah. off of the Avengers. That's what I'm calling it. The blip. It's true. Once the blip is it's over, true. you know what I mean? Hit the ground running on some things, man. Get some things up and going, man. So and you know, sometimes I'm trying to look at it as a blessing, you know. Had a big, big spring and summer planned out for the for the boys with the AAU basketball. So Maybe this is just time to uh, solidify some things. Oh yeah, it ain't shut. It, that's why I said it ain't that, shutting that shit down, man. Like, it. uh, it's just, it's just too, it's just different. Like, you know, like pushing the pause. I saw somebody say shared a 
shared a meme or something on Facebook said, this is Mother Nature's way of sending us to our room for all the bad shit we've been doing. Because, like, it's funny. If you see, like, the, the international reports, like, because there's been no human activity, like, the, the canals in Venice have cleared up, like, coral reefs are already right. going back to, to healthy in just a week's time of no, right. you know, like, smog levels are, like, reduced. Like, it's like a right. reset, almost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's I'm trying to trying to keep a positive attitude oh, yeah. about it, man. I got Oh that. yeah. Now let me ask you this. Now, I don't know if you've seen some of these reports, but there are places that have completely disregarded the uh ordinances. I know like the you know the spring break in Florida still going because the I've seen I've seen that uh <laughs> the the spring like the college kids spring breaking oh, down in Miami or whatever. Tits off, man. Uh shit. He said, if I get the Rona, I just get the Rona. It's right. Like, yeah, that's crazy. But, I don't know, me, man. It, 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 I guess it's one of those to each his own, man. Some people are taking it seriously. Some people are still doing what they got to do, man, and, and living life as normal. So, Well, let, let me ask you this. You know, but, On top of that, though, then, like, the whole – I don't know if you've ever been to Nashville, but they're big uh, – their big district, like we have Broad Ripple or downtown here in Indy, they have uh, Broadway mm-hmm. Street, and I think like half right. the bars uh, ha- have like publicly denounced. They're like, "Hey, we're not losing our livelihood. We're not. We're not shutting down because of some ordinance." And 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 the band is literally played on. They're still out there rocking and rolling. Now let me ask, like, what, like what's your take? Really? Let me ask you, mm. like, when it becomes a not just a health situation, but a constitutional situation, because that's what they're citing. Like, we have the right to such yeah. and such. Now, do you feel like, I know in the situation, you know, one kind of affects the community or one for kind of all, but do you do you understand or do you, what, do you agree or disagree with somebody saying, hey, I'm not losing my business over this. I don't give a fuck what the fucking health repercussions are. I have to stay open if I want to, if I, if I want to keep this business alive. Like, what do you think? Um, I don't know, man. It's just that's just that's just tough to call, man. It's just tough to call, but I understand those business owners, especially in that service industry, man, and and especially the ones that are at like a local level. They're not franchised or anything yeah. like that. So I I could really understand that why they, why they're why someone would take that stance. But me personally, I don't know. Like I just. If it was me running my own little restaurant or bar or something like that, you just I, – I, I would probably most likely follow guidelines. That, that's just – I don't know. Because what, what if they shut you down once all this is over because you didn't abide by the constitutional law or, or order? Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So then you really up shit screen. So, well, think, uh, this is, so this is what I heard, like, because Illinois, where I'm from, did it first. And my, my pops was telling me that on those in those rural communities, like where I'm from, he said that they, you know, they mandated the shutdown. And then the uh, the health department was cruising around, making sure all these places are locked. And in Illinois, gambling's legal. So what what the what the penalty is, is if you get caught operating despite this mandate, they pull your liquor license and your gaming license forever. So, yeah, you're done. Right. So. Yes, that's, that's just tough, man. That's 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 crazy. Yeah. And that's so I would I would probably abide by just you know, you gotta think about the future, man. Absolutely. well absolutely. And then uh, you also gotta think, man, like what if you put your like that's who I was just I was just telling my kids today, 
that's why I, you know, there's a lot of people to feel bad for in this. But one of the, the groups that I feel real bad for is what if you're one of those people that put your life savings into opening up some spot like a restaurant or something like that. And you, you just right, rolled right. out in the spring and you've been open for a week and then this shit happens, right? Like, right. I mean, you're done. There's no way you can sustain. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't know. They say there's a lot of aid coming, a lot of bailouts, a lot of, a lot of stimulus packages. So, we'll, hopefully, I hope and pray everybody can bounce back on your feet, especially those at a local level, yeah. man. I really do. It's just sad. It's just sad and it's, it's crazy, man. Crazy times we're living in. Well, I'll now. tell you this. And uh, big props to uh, the community and the regulars and like Lawrence Geist area uh, where my wife works at Murphy's Craft House. They even though they couldn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the bar rooms closed, they can't, you know, they can't run business as usual. They moved to uh, curbside and carry out and and they've right. done, and they've done well every night. Uh, so far, of this shutdown. So I gotta, you know. I've seen it. I was just about to order from there, man. But I, I'm, I'm too late, man. They say nine o'clock. I'm too late. I was just about to order something from there, man. I uh, seen that on uh, IG. You can order curbside. Yeah. So well, make sure you get it. It's a few. It's a few places. Make sure you get it on. You the know what I mean? So I know. I know. I know. Old girl likes them wings. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta have those wings. Those those dry rub rings, Ooh. man. They always a crowd pleaser. Oh, a crowd I, pleaser. I, you know, not to, so, I'm yeah. not trying to kiss any ass here, but you know, you and I have had some pizza up at that spot. I know you've had some other food. I've had uh, a lot of things on that menu. I have not had one thing, AJ, that was bad at that place. Everything's been fired. Say that I again. Have, I, have, I, couldn't hear I have not had one bad thing at that spot. Me neither, man. That that uh barbecue chicken pizza, Ooh. man. That's still one of the best ones I had around, man. You know how I am about my pizza, man. So that that was that was a great one, man. And then, like I said, those dry dry rub wings they got, man. Oh my gosh. So, oh you know, my gosh. So you know, this, this we, you know we've already addressed the the the, the Corona situation, and, and you know everybody's dealing with this. Let's let's move that off. Let's talk about some fun shit. Uh, you know, some stuff that we've been digging on. You know, it's it's a weird time now because like releases, like people are pushing back theatrical releases and music releases. Uh, Eminem dropped that uh, mur- music to be murdered by uh, with Godzilla on it. Man, like it's funny because I don't know if, you're, if if you're, I'm pretty sure you probably heard it and whatnot, but uh, like it's brought back some like old school speedster man, like Twister. I saw some stuff from him. Uh, Bone Thugs kind of chimed in on it. Uh. You know, like the speed rap, uh, you know, uh, Tech Nine. There's a uh, there's a bunch of a bunch of cats that kind of specify in that speed lane. It's been fun to see those old heads kind of pop up. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, heard that new M. I haven't heard the new Eminem yet. I did it's check good, it out. Man. Like I'll say, I'll say this as a, as a lifelong Eminem fan. It's weird because you know he's mm-hmm. one of those guys that either you dig him or you don't, but you kind of you just you respect right, the right. wordplay and whatnot. But for like. The generational, right. you know, like like Atticus would be like, oh yeah, you know, like there's a few songs he kind of digs or whatnot that are kind of universally loved, but it's not really something that you know they like he would bump on, on his own. But like on this on this album, he did that collab with like Juice World, like Anderson Pack, like some of the younger guys. And I gotta say, man, it really blended. Like Atticus, I've heard him bumping it more than than I bump it just because he adapts that to that current sound, you know. Right, I'm gonna have to check that out, man. I, I still haven't heard the M album. Uh, let's see, I uh, listen to the new J Electronica. How's that? 
Uh, it's, it's pretty good. Really should be called uh, something Jay Z and Jay Electronica. Jay Z's all over the whole dang on now. He's on every track. Every track. He's on every Holy track, shit. man. He's on every dang on track. Jay Z is. So I mean, it wasn't a bad album. I, I like this good piece of work. Um, let's see some, uh, I've really just been listening to my playlist. I haven't really been um the new uh what's his name the baby not not the baby yeah Little baby too many babies around here nowadays so that that album was pretty decent um I, I've been listening to kind of the uh messing around with my freshman team listening to some of they their rappers we always had this debate you know my whole thing the generational disconnect so we always debating talking about I get them rappers I like from back you know in the day and you know what I mean current and they give me a list of rappers to listen to, so I've been listening to some of some of their favorite rappers. Oh, you do critiquing and they they're going at me. I'm going at them about it. So it's it's kind of cool having that discussion with you know the youngsters. You know what I mean? Oh, so. it's super important. But I gotta tell you, like, so against my good against my goodwill, like I, I'll still like you know, like you said, you know, that you're pretty much watched out with everything on whatever. Like there ain't nothing to watch. You've seen it all. I watched a little bit of this documentary on this little peep dude, right? A uh, white kid or face tattoos, shit like that. Like, the only thing that I picked up, I, I only watched like 20, 25 minutes of it. The only thing that I really picked up was the process, right? Like, you know, I think, and Dr. Dre said something about it recently. He's like, you know, because, you know, Dre is like, if you look up perfectionist in the dictionary, that's Dre, right? Like, to, like, to a fault right, where right. people be like, man. It's, he's got this fucking hours, hours of hard drives full of bumping fucking beats, but he won't, he won't use them because he thinks something's wrong with it. Well, you know, and then right. so I'm, and Dre was saying something about it, and then I'm watching this documentary, and like this fucker, this kid's like, you know, uh, tweeting like, "Hey, uh, new, I'm about to drop this verse. Song will be released in 15 minutes." Because like that's that's literally what they do. Like they 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 oh they put right. it on SoundCloud. They have a beat they made in fucking GarageBand or Fruit Loops or whatever, and they. They'll record a they'll record a verse on it and they'll they'll put the file out and then and then that's just right. what it is. It's not like it's not like produced tight. It's not there's no like care or extra slickness put in there. They just they get a beat, they mumble rap over that shit, they make it catchy, they put it on SoundCloud out to the world. So that's why like the right. the business structure of like getting a label and getting all that shit. No nah, man, like these kids made it where you ain't gotta do none of that shit no more. Like the digital age, huh? man. The oh, digital yeah. age, mm-hmm. and it, it's easy. It's easy to get on now, man. So you, you don't have to have no real skill. You just you got a nice band beat, and you saying something real catchy, melodic on there that everybody know the words to. You good, well, man. You really but, good. So I, what I'm saying <laughs> is that 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 goes for more than just the music industry. I'm telling you, like even as a writer or anything like that. Dude, now's the time mm-hmm. to be creative, creative, like to put a creative product out. Because when I first started, this is gonna make yeah. me sound old as fuck, but when I was first pushing that that first novel I got out, Cypher in 2007, two years before that, I was messing about another project, and I found out that in order to get a like a publishing house to even like read your shit, you need an agent. Like you can't send it in. They call it like unsolicited. You can't send it in on your own, right. blah, blah. You need to have an agent contact them to like do it properly. Well, here's the shit. So then when I went looking for a literary agent, you got to almost have an agent to get an agent. Like you can't, 
cold call some fucking agent off the street and be like, hey, I want you to represent me. Uh, Read this, represent my shit. Like, you almost got to have somebody, like, they won't listen to you unless you have somebody representing you. So it's, like, fucking crazy. And then you go through all this process to finally submit to a publishing house that takes maybe one out of every 2,000 pieces that they see, and then you go through all this shit. Well, like, nowadays, like, um, you know, like, when uh, uh, In the Cold Distance came out, you know, I have, like, I have a small a small press publisher, which is awesome. So they only focus on me and uh, like my project. And then there was no there was no overhead, right? Like because that's how you like when when, I, when Cipher came out and and '08, like sold a couple thousand copies, did great. But I do not see a fucking dime of it because like everything that they put into it has to be recouped before you can get your money, right? So right, now, right, right. like with uh, when In the Cold Distance came out. I made like fucking loot on that because the way the contract was structured, it was like I, I it was set up to benefit me. You know what I mean? Where all the hard work right. was, it was set up to benefit me. But now, if you're gonna, you know, do something like that, you want to write a book, man. You don't need a publisher. You don't need a fucking distributor, dude. Amazon will distribute mm. that shit for you. For you, right? Mm. Age, it's man. brand new age, and and see, I think that's awesome, but I also think it's it's bad too because there's certain parts about like this generation is this generation that both our kids are a part of is notorious for not being able to handle re- rejection or defeat well, right? Like both, like hey, you and I mm-hmm. do it right. Both our kids know how to lose, man. Like they understand it right. that that lo- losing is a crucial part of becoming a winner, you know, right. but. If you think, okay, man, yeah, like you sit there one day, that kids, like these kids sitting around, like, yeah, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a writer. Okay, all they gotta do is be able to write it and fucking put like two things together, and boom, Amazon distribute that shit for you. Or they'll sit around and be like, yeah, I'm gonna be a rapper. All they need is a fucking SoundCloud right. account. Right, and then just put 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 a uh, product out yeah. there, man. I think uh, nowadays it's more on the 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 public opinion, oh, yeah. man. That's what fifty oh, that's the bad. Like, you don't so, even have to. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is you 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 can put out like, hey, I'm a I'm a uh uh make this song and I'm a rapper. Well, as long as you can you understand social media and you know how to promote that shit, you right. you, you can be fucking right. multi platinum before the fucking week's done. Right. Yeah. True. 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 That's true. Crazy. Man, it's all about numbers. Man. Digital age numbers. Did man. you uh? Numbers when you hit me up there, they asking if I had any uh, series to, to tell you. Did you happen to? If you peep that little Dicky show, Dave yet on on Hulu? No, I haven't, man. I haven't. I'm at to uh, get on that one. You said yeah, it's, it's on a, Hulu. It's, it's on Hulu. FX, but it's FX on Hulu, so they got it there. And the reason I say that it's called Dave. It's yeah, called Dave. But okay. it, but it's about you know it's like you know little dicky whatever but the thing that I dig about it mm-hmm. is that it's satire so it's funny but it also gives a real honest right. look at like how that like how that business side of it uh how that business side of it works so that's what's crazy is that's what kind of what brought it up to mind is he was talking like he's talking right. about like like being in the right place right time how to make be you know if if YG has him on his Instagram then that gives him clout. And all this shit, then like mm-hmm. how like uh you know uh, how to make something go viral. Like he's showing kind of how shit really happened for him, and, and, and all that. Right, and, right. And it's a fascinating look. It kind of 
how this digital industry now has all changed. And, and that's what I mean. People give these millennials a ton of shit. But man, like they, they, they found a way, like they find ways around shit. They, they repave roads. They, they're trailblazers, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to respect. Got to give it, got to give it up to Soldier Boy, man. He started the digital age. <laughs> Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> got to respect Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell him, man. Shout out to Soldier Boy. <laughs> you man. think so? Oh, yeah. He started, man, the whole the YouTube, man. And I think he used to, uh, they, he, I was, listening to an interview he had where like it'd be like he had stuff where it'd be like 50 cent a 50 cent song or something and you click on it and it'd be his song yeah. to pop up so he could still get those numbers like i don't know man he, i think soldier boy started all that shit the, the ringtones all that shit, shit. yeah dude so all just, soldier soldier boy, boy, and uh and bieber kind of pop at the same time and that bieber was the same way like a like a fucking 10 year old kid bieber, yep 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 so all them two, I'm gonna yeah, get them to. They started all that digital shit. That's when all that shit started streaming, the streaming platforms, all that. You know what I mean? You don't even see CDs nowadays like that. <laughs> well, all that, all that derivative from them. Hey, not to swerve it back to the Corona, but I did have a, a question. I got to take it back there. Like, okay, you know, because we like kind of the thing last shit we joke about uh, uh, on the podcast here. It's kind of you know the subtle differences. You know how how white folks and black folks are the same, but we're different. But like, I gotta tell you, so white folks, like when 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 like the when sickness comes in like that, we absolutely believe in chick- the power of chicken noodle soup, bro. Like like you get you, you get sick in a White House, bro. You're getting chicken noodle soup out the ass coming now. And I know like Latino families, they believe in Vicks vapor rub. Like, what is the thing that black folks, if you get sick? What what's what's the go to that your mama is uh is pushing on you? Well, it depends. Depends, you know. Uh, you got you got some that goes with the chicken noodle soup, you know, some Seven Up or some uh, ginger <laughs> ale. You know what I mean? That, that, that's a good remedy. Then you got your hot toddy families. You know what I mean? Get a little little whiskey, a little ginger lemon, some honey. You know what I mean? Take a shot of that and, and wrap up. And boom, sweat it on out through the night. You know what I mean? So it just it just depends. Just what, depends. Wait. Just depends on what type of what, family what, what you came Chris up Rock in. Say? It was a rubber tussin, right? Put a little tussin uh-huh. on that boy. <laughs> Put a little tussin, yeah. Yeah. So it just depends. I like depends the 7-Up. I like which it. Which Yeah, the 7-Up, man. Chicken noodle soup, 7-Up, or some ginger ale, man. You'd be fine, All man. Right. Let me ask you this, okay? So, staying on the black and white theme, if if I if 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 we had a YouTube AJ making Kool Aid, what? How you make, how do you properly make Kool Aid in a black household? Kool Aid? Uh, I don't know, man. I I wouldn't. I'm not a big sugar guy, man. It, and you don't want it too sweet. So, me personally, when I make Kool Aid, I always measured. I measured the amount of sugar I put in, but you know, what I mean, you got some. Hey, they pouring the whole bag of sugar down there, man. <laughs> like, well, okay, if you're measuring it out, though, so I how, never, I never how much sugar constitutes like a good, a good Kool Aid batch for you? To me, for me, one cup, one cup of sugar. You know what I mean? With the pitcher, you straight. It's not gonna be too sweet. It's not gonna be too tart. It'll be right on point, right where you and need it to go-to be. What's the go-to flavor? The go-to flavor, red. <laughs> That's man. not a flavor, bro. <laughs> That's the flavor. Red, man. You know what I mean. They know what I mean when I say red. 
you know, the red joint the, the, with the blue, the blue is, is blue on the front. I think it's the fruit yeah. punch flavor, though, but it's red. You only go here red. Red. The red <laughs> Red. Yep. <laughs> that's what I do. Like, I'm telling you, that's what I'm talking about. Like, fucking me and Johnny uh, had, he got like some in a stocking for Christmas, like this assortment pack or whatever. And we've been in the. A Kool Aid? You, a Kool Aid? Like, like, like a whole box, <laughs> like one of those big ass boxes with like wow. all the flavors. With the oh, packets? Yeah. Oh, shit. Did y'all oh, make yeah, some? Yeah, we did, man. We. we in this oh. quarantine, we've been kind of playing flavor, flavor fucking scientists, trying to see what mixes and matches together the best. I gotta tell you, fucking a packet mm. of that blue lemon—it's like it's raspberry lemonade, and then a packet of red. Yes, the blue, the yes. blue joint. Yes. yes, the blue, blue, blueberry, blueberry lemonade. lemonade, blue, blue raspberry lemonade, blueberry lemonade, blue raspberry lemonade. A packet lemonade. of regular That's lemonade, bro. Yeah, out the box. Really. Mm. Out the box. Wow. Yeah, that, that blue raspberry lemonade was fire yes. too. And so, then yeah. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you the, the second one that we that we, we came to was uh one mix of orange, orange mix with black cherry. That shit, the bomb, and then the third place was strawberry really? fin and uh and, and the tropical punch together. Oh my gosh, bro. Mm. That's that sounds oh, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I haven't seen the Kool Aid package in know, years, right? man, since college. <laughs> I, put it this way, oh, this yeah. is gonna take away my cool card, but like it had been so long since I seen Kool Aid packets, I had to fucking YouTube how to properly make it because I couldn't remember. Oh, what the man, it's like riding a bike, man. You'll never forget to make it. You'll <laughs> never forget to have. The thing is, you gotta have a picture, man. Make sure you got the picture. Gotta have the right size picture, man. You, you in well, that's there? What I'm man. That's like riding a bike. What, what? <laughs> what what flavor you want? Red. <laughs> Red. All day long. Red. You know I know what, what I mean. you mean. And then, dude, that's what I said with this quarantine, it's turned into like the first two weeks in jail, man. Like now all the you know, Johnny could already shoot dice, but now he knows how to play. Uh, <laughs> so you talking about oh, shoot yeah, dice? Oh yeah, Johnny knows how to shoot dice. <laughs> well, wow. well, think about that. Think about uh our AAU team. We got some personalities, bro. Wow. What? That surprised you? Does that really surprise you? You started how to shoot dice? You know how to shoot dice? No. No, (laughs) no, man. A lot of kids know how to shoot dice. Hell yeah. They got to be quick at math. They're good, man. They got to be quick at math. That's all. You know how it goes. You know this group of kids, man. They're they're very street smart kids. They're, they're, They're on it. I don't think my son can shoot. Though. I don't think he could do the math guys enough Shit. in his head. Watching him, watching him do math homework sometimes. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Anything else? You know what I mean? Reading English, social studies. He's on point with that. But math, that's just a different animal for my son. See, he can't do math fast. In it's his flip, head. it's flip flop for Johnny. Johnny's fucking aces on on the math. And what kills me is he's slow on like the. The English and things like that. I mean, he's good, but he's, mm-hmm. he's a little slow. He's not as crisp as a math, and that's what kills me because I'm a writer. You know, I'm like, bro, genetically, right, you right, have right. this English on point, but like math wise, he he's fucking he's aces at it. But that his mom's like that. Right. Not right. me though. So yeah, that's a, I think that's the thing with them. They got to be a, a lot of kids nowadays. They can't get it quick in their head. 
So the ones that can, you know, man, they they probably be great dice shooters. <laughs> well, dude, when you work in the educational system, but dude, like the the way that they teach math now to these kids is nothing remotely close to the way we learn. Nothing, nothing like it, man. It's like I don't know. Like I feel like when we were in school, we can go A, B, and add a gig C. But nowadays, I feel like they're going A, B, D, E, F, and here go C right yeah. here. You feel what I'm saying? Like they're going around a whole bunch of things to get to the answer. And I feel like, you know, you get the majority of them like, like confused. You know what I mean? To to how they came about getting solutions or getting answers to problems. Like um, it's a school. It's a school uh, where you know everybody's they take algebra one at the certain grade and over half the grade failed it because I just think it's just too, too many concepts yep. being thrown at them yep. at once nowadays. Yeah. So, well, mm-hmm. you, you figure, you know, every, everybody's always on a quest to make something more efficient and improve it. Like, dude, mathematics has been the same for the fucking course of history. You know, it's been the exact same the whole time. So right. like, you know, I, I get that, you know, some things need to be tweaked or adjusted, but, to switch the entire, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the like, like the shit that they switch with that common core shit. Like when, when like Zoe was young and, you know, she's 16 now, but when she was young, like, and, and like, she's a fuck dude. This, she's like, um, like magna cum loud on uh, a Dean's list shit. And I tell you that in fifth, in like mm-hmm. fourth, fifth grade, man, this shit used to make her cry. Like, she couldn't understand right. it. Like the, the way that they did that common core structure, it was just fucking like, it was like Sanskrit, dog. Crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I, don't, I don't know where they're coming up. This new math. It's bonkers. <laughs> it's it's bonk. It's crazy, man. And I it's it's I, I can't even they ask me for help. I tell them, hey, I can't help you. I'm <laughs> you on your own, bro. I think yeah, you're on your own. It's not how I was how 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 I was taught. <laughs> And you know, math one of those things you got to keep doing it to to stay, you know, what I mean, fresh with it. And yeah, the way they do it nowadays, man, it's just they take them, they take them, they take them yeah, elsewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> so let me ask you this: as we as we wind down, as, as we get ready to to wrap up this episode, I gotta, you know, not to, I don't want to keep going back to the corona, but I gotta ask you because you and I are both, you and I are both a fan of like of human observation you and i both like to people watch and just interact and kind of you know you're a little more introverted than i am but we're both kind of always reading always kind of watching and assessing everything around us at all times what do you think like i mean i'm not trying to laugh at a situation but man like seeing people panic at a certain like a certain at a certain level i'm not talking about like shooting or stabbing each other anything like that but seeing people bug the fuck out it's just like it's been kind of funny you know kind of been like tripping me out like i saw some video of a fucking fight at at the walmart at 62nd keystone today i don't know what i don't know what it was over but that shit was funny to me man like before like before it gets all too serious can you take a little enjoyment in some of the crazy shit you're seeing no some of some of it's been funny and that's and that's like i said that's the type of person i am i'm always finding funny in the midst of some series in the midst of the storm could be something funny going on that that's gonna give me the cracker chuckle. So yeah, um, I think one somebody pulled a gun out at like a Costco or something like that over toilet paper. 
toilet paper. Crazy. So yeah, man. Yeah. So it just, I don't know. I think kind of kind of like what you're saying, man. I think some of it is a bit of an overreaction, but I, I can understand the extremes that you know the government is going to right oh, now. Oh, and you know me, I'm a I'm a fucking conspiracy theorist at heart. I'm always saying I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. wearing a tinfoil hat and saying all this shit, but I always think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. And for a conspiracy theorist, man, this shit, there's been plenty of stuff to fucking sink your teeth into. Like, I saw a video the other day that went super viral. I think it had, like, 7 million views when I watched Mm -hmm. it. It wasn't a doctor. It wasn't a politician. It was a fucking stock trader. A guy, he's a French guy, and he he was, uh, like, Mm -hmm. sending this video from France to say that, you know, he doesn't know shit about the health, doesn't know shit about CDC. All he knows is stocks and numbers. And what he's seeing is the fact that yeah. while these markets are dipping, China's buying everything up. Like China's buying, and, and mm-hmm. he also pointed this out that the 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 places mm-hmm. that Corona has hit the or the COVID has hit the hardest has been uh, the places that have str- str- you know like Russia's no problem, India no problem, even though they have mega populations. But the places that have that had uh, fr- are tumultuous trade relationships with China, like Italy, France, England, America. Mm-hmm. Like these places are places that are getting hit the hardest. hardest. So as a fucking, mm-hmm. uh, as a conspiracy theorist, I'm like, mm, bro, you know, something's cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, you sound like you, you ain't yeah, buying man. into me. Well, you, well, you, you, you struggling me off, dog? Well, no, I'm listening, man. You know, you know me, man. I, I listen, man. I take it in. I listen and I take it in. And then, you know, I logic with it. So, I mean, hey, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Donald Trump's calling it the Chinese oh, virus, gosh, man. Right? So. So hey, as we close up, man, like I said, I, I'm the more fucking out there one. You're the you're the voice of reason on this show. Give these people uh, uh, uh something from the soul. Let them know from 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 Doc Gooden that uh everything gonna be okay. Listen, man, my people out there, man, just hold your head, stay positive, man. Everything's gonna be all right, man. We go get through this, and life life will eat slowly but surely get back to the norm, man. You know what I mean? Small set, setback for major comebacks, man. So use this time wisely, man. Stay focused. You know what I mean? And this, I'm even talking to myself in this, man. Use your time wisely. Stay focused. You know what I mean? Writing down goals, journaling, reading, man. Coming up with business plans, man. And then they... Once this thing is lifted off, man, hit the ground running, man. That's my that's my plan. And right that there. sounds like a great so plan. Maybe maybe I can inspire someone else out there that's kind of yeah, teeter totter. I had a day, I had a moment today. I started wavering a little bit, started going crazy, but you know, it's gonna be and, you right. know, hey, you heard it right there, folks, from the great AJ Gooden talking about what the great uh Bob Marley once said, everything gonna be all right. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know how it goes. So, signing off from fucking Corona Land, we are uh, just let everybody know we are back in business. We let the winter season go, but but now we're back in rotation. So, uh, you're going to get the uh, uh, old Finley and Gooden, uh, the Cypher, going to come uh, uh, every week, once a week. Uh, we'll have it all over the social medias. Uh, drop us a line, say what's up. So, for myself and for the uh, the honorable and esteemed Doc Nasty, we will catch you on the flip. Take care, everybody. <laughs>